When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Turn the Jets Live. I'm your host, Steven Zantz, joined by my co-host, Stephen Russo. Russo, time is a flat circle. We have Trevor Simeon being signed as of a few moments ago. It's You can't make this stuff up, man. How you doing? How you feeling? You know, we were talking before the show. Like Usually we're like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm down bad. I'm in a yeah. bad way. And I feel like a lot of Jets fans are. And I, I can't blame yep. them because I really I feel the exact same way. I, obviously, the blow to start the season four snaps in like hurts. And that's probably the most frustrating part is that you really felt like this team was ready to contend. And even they use they lose their their best piece and most important piece. But you still feel like the team can compete. And the Robert Sala like loyalty to a fault with Zach Wilson. And I I have so many things to say and like leading up to the show, I was like, I know that I'm going to miss stuff. And then I'm going to, after the show is over, I'm going to be like, what the hell? Like I'm, I'm so annoyed. It's yeah. This listen, they, they brought in a veteran. This isn't what we were looking for. I'm it's, it's just not like you would say anything is better. Is, is Trevor Simeon better? Yeah, probably because you know, but there's better options than Trevor Simeon out there too. We have so much to unpack here, but the, the the Zach Wilson loyalty from Robert Sala, it, it's baffling. I don't know. I, I He's an eternal optimist. I, I relate. I feel like I'm the same way. I probably tend to see the good in people more than the bad, which is a fault of mine too, right? It is. It is. But, you know, as my wife reminds me, like, no, nah, you got to you gotta get You got to be a little real here. Um the public what he's saying publicly versus what's going on in the locker room i'm sure there's a difference but he really seems steadfast on this and and i can't i can't imagine that him and joe douglas and the rest of the staff scouting or coaching are not having real conversations about this and that they are to a point landing at the same conclusion that they really do believe that zach wilson gives them the best shot to win and i can't objectively say and think like how they get to that conclusion I, I really can't and it is it's beyond frustrating because he was the single reason that they lost on Sunday there's no other the defense gave up 13 points he had one good drive mm-hmm. this is like where we're at as Jets fans is that we the bar has been lowered so badly that we cling to one throw against Dallas that was an incompletion or, you know, one drive against New England that led to a touchdown that was aided by a third down pass interference call for let us not forget. Like, and and think that that's the reason that we should have hope when historically the guy has given us every single reason to see he's not the guy. I'm sorry I'm going off here. I needed to get it out. I'll give it's it okay. back to you. Like, we could talk about Trevor Simeon here, but the, the, the nuts and bolts <laughs> of this whole thing is Zach Wilson and this organizations and Robert Sala specifically his loyalty to this guy and either inability or unwillingness to see what everyone else sees. Yeah, I, that, that was well said. And 
It's been it's been terrible. It's I, I just feel like you know whenever you think about the dark times being a Jets fan, they always one up you, and it's it's always when. I mean, I shouldn't say it. 2020, I don't think the expectations were as high as obviously right now, but it's just like, you know, you came off a strong finish, but, you know, the gaze cloud was hovering over the team. It's just like, it always feels like we get to this point. It's like late September, whatever it may be. I know last year it was a little bit longer, but really that day in Denver ended the season because of the injuries to both Brees and ABT. And then really the season was over when they lost to New England the first time. And yeah, it's just, I, I don't even have words to describe it. And it's, it's unfortunately, it's unfortunately I'm getting very apathetic and that is the worst thing you want as a fan, because when you stop caring, like I wasn't even mad during the game. It's just because I knew he's so in inept, incapable of running an NFL offense. It's like, I, I, I feel bad for the kid at this point. And I, I don't want to even want to bash him because I don't, it's like, they have no other option right now. I know they just brought Trevor Sammy and we'll talk about it, like you said. It's just like it's hard for me to get mad at Zach Wilson anymore. I can't. He's shown no signs of being anything good since the moment he got here. What do you have? The Tampa Bay game, which was like an average NFL game that they they played. And then that was the Titans game. But like literally, there's been no other signs. You and I were, you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt for a long time, but he really broke us. Um, after that that second New England game with that presser, just because I, I was like, mm-hmm. I can't take this guy seriously. And then obviously. He double broke us with the Jacksonville game because that was really that was the end, yeah. and that's why. Going back to what you're talking about with Salah, he doesn't believe anything he's saying. Like he doesn't. Like he's just saying it because it's the NFL. Being an NFL head coach is like being a politician. You could say all the things you want to, to make yourself look good publicly. He doesn't believe that. It's a fraternity. If he's openly like ripping a guy, and he's not, you know, someone who's proven with Super Bowl rings like a Belichick or like a Mike Tomlin. He's never going to get jobs because that it, that's the way it is. And he's he knows that. And that's why he's saying these things. But what I don't like about what he's saying is like unquestionably, like using those words to describe job uh, job security for Zach. Just say and be coy. Like literally just be Belichick, be Todd Bowles. Like, like just I don't know why I said Todd Bowles, but the people who give you absolutely nothing. Just be like, you know – we're not we're not thinking about stuff right now, but we're evaluating everything. We're evaluating every position. It's just those kind of things. You don't need to just double down, triple down on Zach Wilson. I know Robert Sala knows that this is not the case, but the fact that this team just is having issues, and I I felt he did a good job in week one, and we we talked about it on the show. I felt like you know he, that was one of the best games ever coached, but then two weeks in a row, it's just gotten so much worse. And the Patriots suck. Like, I watched that game, and I'm like, they're not good. And the fact that we couldn't win that game is just everything you need to know about what the state of the quarterback position is right now. Because, like, you could name about 50 other guys. I'm going, like, half the team's backups at this point that probably could have got you that victory. It's not even hyperbolic to say. And it's just I I can't watch Zach Wilson anymore. Like, I want to watch this team. Like, Sunday night is literally – it's it has the potential to be so miserable. I mean, like we're all expecting it. So it's like, not like, you know, we're excited. Like this was the game I wanted to go to so badly to see Patrick Mahomes play Aaron Rodgers in real life. Now I'm like, can we just not lose by 30? I don't want to be like LOL jets, but it's coming. We're getting like another, like, you know, this, this night, in the metal ad, so like a fumble thing. Something's going to happen on a national stage. Like, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. I think you bring up a lot of good points. I think, um, 
you're 100% correct about press conferences and radio interviews and stuff like yeah. that. There's there's a certain understanding of what he can say and what he can't. My yep. problem is his overwhelming support of Zach with mm-hmm. the like unwillingness to to say anything negative coupled with the defense has got to do more and the mm-hmm. defense has got to be better and the run that's game the, you can't like, say that, that you can't. that's the problem that i have because the D, someone put out the stat where if the jets over the last 18 games just had league average offense they'd be 15 and 3 your defense is doing the job your defense yep. is 1000% doing the job they had this at a one score game they got you the ball back three times in the final three minutes with chances to win. You couldn't do it. That's where I have problems. And I'm just, you're, you're absolutely right. It's beyond frustration. I, I don't, he's, so I told you, you and I talked after the show last week, uh, yeah. after the show was over, I like the well-adjusted adult that I am. I had to coach fall ball double headers on Sundays, which drive me nuts, which up until this, this past week, it didn't impact me because the Jets were on uh, Monday night and then on it at, uh, yeah. at on four twenty five. So this one, you know, I had to coach seven to nine year olds play baseball, and I recorded the game. I turned my phone off, everything, right? Not going to listen to anything. I'm going to watch it like it's happening live. I should have gone back to coaching seven to nine year olds, man, because I, I knew, and that's the thing. And I think you probably felt this way. I watched the first two offensive drives, and I knew. I said, "There's no chance that they're winning this game." I could fast forward through the rest of this. And be exactly where I am right now. Like, I just know because he checks out of the pass or whatever he checks out of to run to the right against, you know, three guys unblocked. Brees loses six yards. He looks like he's going to let the ball loose, tries to hold it back, incomplete. Where <laughs> then on the, this is on the second drive, there's three defenders in the middle of the field where if he does let it loose, he's throwing a pick. There was no way the Jets were winning that game. Absolutely no way. So to bring it home, the fact that they even have a shot to win in the end is 100% because of the defense and because Mac Jones and the Patriots stink. It's a miracle. And I just, I can't for the life of me understand how people in the building are not coming to the same conclusion that we are, Trevor Simeon aside, that someone else needs to be under center and that this yeah. kid doesn't have it. And you put this guy in bubble wrap last year. You put Strevler in. You told the you, world that you didn't think he was any good. Yes. You told the world. You, and, and now you're – you didn't want anybody to see him. You went to great lengths to play anybody else. You did whatever you could to bandage up Mike White's ribs against Seattle to, to have him be a shell of himself. You started Flacco in the last game against the Dolphins because you wanted to shield this guy from everything. And now nine months later, you're saying that he, the progress is is immeasurable that he's made so many strides, blah, blah, blah. Yet, look, I'll make a baseball reference. Guy could be great in batting practice, hitting off the tee, hitting soft toss, hitting in the cage, lights out, right? Gets up to the plate, goes 0 for 4 or 4 strikeouts. Batting practice doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not translating to the field. And at what point do you pull the plug? We've made so many comparisons i know i made it joe on on his show made it to 1999 you have got to be ready to pull the plug on this guy because historically and it's not even historically it's recent memory he has shown you exactly who he is i've given him the the benefit of the doubt you've given him a hell of a long leash i'm probably longer than you have with zach wilson (laughs) but it's it's time he's not an nfl quarterback and i think joe made the point on his show is is tuesday ham coffee with whiskey that 
if he if the Jets released him today, I th- he he's right. This that would be his last NFL snap that he's taken as a quarterback. It, yeah. Right. I mean, I bet he definitely wouldn't play unless no. like it was like emergency. But like I think a team would take a chance and, on him. Yes. Just because of the pedigree. But yeah, but he's it's he's it's, so close to being out of. Life. I am like longing for Sam Darnold. Like that's how bad it is. I would give. I would do unspeakable things to get Sam Darnold on this roster. I, I, like Jason from over the cap released like the, it was like 42 or 44. I know you, you right? went, you definitely went ballistic from that I, one. Right. Like, but you, you look at that list and you're like 32, 34 of these guys, we would absolutely win that game Sunday. And I'd be happier yeah. right now with them. And Give it me just, Josh Dobbs. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> and that Josh Dobbs, Gardner Minshew, like Brock Purdy's an outlier, but like, it just it's Sam Howell. I mean, Sunday aside, but it just makes you so frustrated. You're like, how are the Jets continually this laughing stock at the quarterback position when 31 other teams, well, outside of the Bears, maybe 30 other teams, yeah, have managed to somehow figure it out. And I, I am, like I said, I, I know I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going on tangents. I'm just, I'm down bad. This is, I, this is <laughs> as bad as it's been. I, I've, I've been bulletproof for almost 38 years here it i've been broken, uh, it's man. like numb to it and i i, I don't know because there's talent there that's the most frustrating part is you see yeah. it you, you you convinced yourself they were a quarterback away we had aaron Rodgers right here for four plays like that's one deep cut and now sticking with zach wilson is almost deeper than the aaron Rodgers injury it really is yeah because you see the way that they can fight you see that they there's a chance there's a shred of hope that they can win and turn this around i'm sorry Stephen. go ahead please no, no no you're good i i i love this this is very different than the usual optimism and people will definitely feel <laughs> they'll feel they'll feel like that sense of comfort that they're not taking crazy pills when they watch this team play on sundays but yeah it's just it watching this offense is like a, I, I tweet this on on Sunday is a special kind of hell. I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually I was with one of my buddies who's a huge Giants fan and always gives a crap about the Jets. But he's like, let's hang out. He just had a baby, so we, we were watching. Even he feels so bad for me, and he always will make fun of me. He's been saying Zach Wilson was no good since the moment they picked him, calling him Mormon Mahomes, whatever. <laughs> Even he has sympathy for me, which is telling you how bad this is right now. Yeah. Because, like you said, this team is good. Like. I've I haven't I haven't watched any of the film and I'm not really a film person but I always like looking at the clips on social media. The receivers are open. The offensive line is doing their job. Joe Tippin had a great rookie debut. Mm-hmm. Outside that one penalty, he's good. That Beckham penalty was, good. was questionable. Yeah, what? That penalty yeah, was questionable. Well, as well. Listen, he, it's a rookie. Yeah. He's not. He may not get the benefit of the, the yeah. doubt with calls. But the offensive line was totally fine. Like I know it wasn't great the first two weeks. It was the best it's been, and. It's and I'm not even gonna get on Hackett, and I know people are like ready to fire him, and I'm like, what is he supposed to do? Like, he's scheming the plays. The guys are open. Zach doesn't know how to read in a defense. Like, it's not. It's so beyond you know what like you expect of a quarterback. He just doesn't know what he's doing. It's it's like he has no confidence. He's not looking in the right way. It's just how it's so infuriating. And I do want to I want to talk about Joe Douglas because. I know that like people think that this guy is like the greatest GM since Mike Tannenbaum, whatever. I'm sorry. Stop giving this guy a pass. You, it's easy to rip on Salah, and I have my issues with Salah too. I don't like the way he's handling these pressers. I'm worried about what's going to happen with this locker room because there's a whole ripple effect if you continue to go down this road, which I don't think that they will. I think the, the signing of Trevor Simeon will definitely aid some things in the future. But I'm sorry. It's. I refuse to believe that Robert Sala is that stupid and just going to continue to play this guy and believes what he's saying. 
Joe Douglas made the pick. He doesn't want to admit he's wrong. And there's so much evidence in that beyond Zach Wilson. He refused to get rid of Denzel Mims when you probably could have gotten a lot more value out of him before. The coaching staff clearly knew he wasn't any good. And teams probably wanted him. I bet they could have got like a fifth round pick last year or the year before for him. So that's another, that's one thing. Braden Mann, it took them three years to finally replace him because Joe Douglas took him in his first trip. Same thing with Ashton Davis. Still here. He's a special teams player, but he's third round pick. He sucks. Becton, I'm happy for him. It's a good story, but he refused to even have any re- realistic insurance. Billy Turner wasn't it. I know Dwayne Brown was someone we were relying upon, but he is 38 years old. You like, There's just so much evidence that the guy is stubborn about re- moving on from draft picks. And I'm sorry, stop like only blaming Salah. They both deserve blame. I think the fact that they neglected the backup quarterback <clears throat> position time and time again is so sad. Like, if you really, really wanted to keep Zach Wilson to rehabilitate him and make sure like he's learning and maybe he could be the guy down the road, that's fine. But make him the third quarterback, not Tim Boyle. You should have got somebody, like you said, from that list. It's so ridiculous that people like continue to just defend the general manager. Like, yeah, he's not the one coaching the team. I get that, but he's giving him the players, and that's half the battle. And I'm sorry, I just need to rant about Joe Douglas because I'm tired no. of I'm tired of him being Teflon. He should not be immune to criticism. I get it. He doesn't talk to the media and everything, and he's not the guy you see on TV every week. But I'm sorry, he deserves blame here. The guy's nuts. I, I don't disagree with you. He's not immune to criticism at all. I think. Oh, I've see, this seen is where, the defense of him. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and and I'm not defending Salah either. I, I want to make that very clear. Yeah, I, I agree. They are questioning. Like I am a I'm a supporter of both. I don't think either are immune to criticism. I think they have their good and bad, but the record speaks for itself. And Joe Douglas, outside of one draft class, has been mediocre at best, if we're really all things considered. Now, evidenced also by his big free agent signing, right, in 2021, Carl Lawson and Corey Davis. Where did they get us? Right? So, like – it's not, you know, I think there's a mix here, but you are absolutely right. He is ste- he is clearly steadfast on staying with picks that he's made and being really, really stubborn about it. Now, this is where my personality defect, where I am, I tend to see the good in people. I just, I have to imagine that they are having joint conversations about this and somehow coming to a decision together on these things, or at least some of them. Um, but that's a different story for another time. I, I do agree with you. This is not just about Salah. This is absolutely about Douglas. The The biggest mistake made was not bringing in, you're right, was not bringing in a veteran quarterback, a different backup in the offseason. You had Zach Wilson in bubble wrap. You did not want to show him to the world. You should have kept him in bubble wrap for at least a season, brought in someone. And we were all screaming for it here at TOJ. Everybody was screaming for it because we knew at some point, no one could have predicted four plays in that he'd be done for the year, but, but it was a possibility. His history shows that the backup was going to play meaningful snaps. It's just how it goes with the jets and with aging quarterbacks and with a lot of teams across the league. Right. Yeah. It's not like, listen, not everybody's Eli Manning who doesn't miss a snap. Yeah. Like it's it, by Ben Matthew. Like most guys are going to miss time. It, <laughs> exactly. It, it was, it was gross malpractice having Zach Wilson as your backup and rolling into the season. And it's even, you're doubling down now. Yeah. You're compounding a mistake by continuing to roll him out here. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what else there is to say it, that that's why it's infuriating is because they're refusing to see what everybody else in the world sees. Say what you want about Dan Orlovsky and his antics and, and comments and stuff. The guy's the guy knows more football. He's, he's forgotten more football than we know. Right. And yeah. he is going through and pointing to you exactly 
why this kid has no confidence and how you can see that and why he's not ripping the throw down the sideline to Garrett Wilson and instead taking a weak check down right off the rip. He knows he's going check down. Like, he's broken. So you're not going to fix it by playing him more against this, you know, Kansas City team. Philadelphia is really good. Philadelphia coming up in two and a half weeks. Like, it's not going to happen on the field. It's just not. And I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. The one thing I wanted to talk about, building off what I was talking about with Joe Douglas and really just the bigger picture is the message you're sending to this team. And it, we already saw what happened last year with Elijah Moore. And we saw that the locker room was literally ready to revolt if they didn't go to Mike White after that Patriot game is. If you continue to do this and show that one player gets special treatment over others, what kind of message are you sending to this team? You have guys like Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, who are young studs, who are, you know, they're going to be eligible for big contracts. What makes them want to be here if you're showing that you refuse to acknowledge stuff like this it's never you're like you're not going to have players that want to resign here or even come here if you're just not taking this seriously and i get it trevor simeon is a step in the right direction maybe they make another move i don't know but you just cannot do send this kind of message it's it's just it's malpractice like you said i just i i can't I can't fathom like the fact that we're going to have another Elijah Moore situation. Like Michael Carter already yelling at his running back coach. I know he, he threw water on that. All the defensive players were saying it's like, it's on us. It's on us. Like, I'm sorry. It's just. It almost feels like a cult or like brainwashing. It's it is. Uh, it, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I have to imagine that the message that he's giving to players in the locker room is like, don't believe what I'm saying. And, you know, uh, I don't know. Don't believe what I'm saying in press conferences. Like we, we keep everything in house. Here's the message you have to send. And, you know, in your interviews, but you're absolutely right. You're interfering with people's money now. I mean, why this is down the road, but why would sauce and Brees and Garrett re up when they have the chance? If this is the, if this is what they're coming back to. I wouldn't. It, right it, it, it's it's a similar situation when you know if someone's working for a company and they feel that there there's things that are going on that don't make sense yeah and they're they're doing their job but they're not being held to the same standard as someone who isn't mm-hmm. and it, what kind of messages it's just you can't do that you can't and, yeah and, and you're forced to really, carry more weight because of it yeah it's and you're, you're gonna see more guys on the sideline flipping out i mean i had some friends who were at the game said it was not a pretty sight i know will said the same thing it was not good um, and you like, you have that clip that, uh, Casey Halpern posted of Garrett saying he can't throw it or whatever he said, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is you have to do something. And hopefully Trevor Simeon, as we said at the top of the show is at least something. And like, it's literally to the point where anyone else, even Tim Boyle, I was like asking for Tim Boyle mid game was like, can you just throw him out there? Even if he's as bad, if not worse, at least you're showing to this team, this fan base and, and just the league that you're willing to admit a mistake and try something different it's like i I, like i was so bad like anti-carson wentz i'm like i was like do it it's fine i don't care how toxic it is and it must be really bad that a team like the jets need a quarterback so badly this guy was like borderline mvp in 2017 and they were like no thank you like it must be that bad but i was willing to do it just because i cannot watch zach wilson anymore Yes. Listen, he's starting on Sunday against Kansas City. We're not going to do our usual preview because the Jets are not winning the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> if they if they win the game, I will I will I don't know what I'll do. But they're not. I'm sorry. You're not listening. Unless Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, they're, they're still not winning. winning. Eh, I don't know. 
what's his face? Um, Blaine Gabbert threw two interceptions to the Bears defense, and he came in for pop-up duty. So I think it's possible. They're not. There's no chance. They're not. They're not. But Simeon, let's break him down real quick. Actually, a former Jet played about what a quarter, and then he broke Maybe. his leg. Yeah. Well, yeah, he broke his like a Monday Night Football. It's literally like why do time is such a flat circle? Miles Garrett, I remember he was just literally having these dirty hits. Um, he actually started against the Jets last year in the Bears game that I was at, and was not very good. But that Bears team is terrible, so I don't even know how you can judge. Um, I know Will shared some stats that he actually was decent for the Saints when he filled in in 2021. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's it's not good. I'm not gonna like tell you like, oh my god, here we go. But they better be ready to pull the ripcord for the Denver game. And he used to play for the Broncos and maybe be a little bit motivated to take on his former team in Denver. But you know the guy can be competent. He's thrown 42 touchdown passes. Zach Wilson has thrown what? I don't even I don't even know how many touchdown passes. 17. 17. I just yeah. had it up. Uh it's Trevor Simeon is a better option than Zach Wilson. I even think Tim Boyle is, believe it or not. It's just, I just need to see something else. And at least he can get the guys the ball. He could be functioning. At least they'll feel like somewhat threatened about a pass. Cause like the Patriots are laughing. Like they were playing with three corners missing and they were not worried even the slightest about a, a threat of the pass game. It, it's crazy. And I know he had that one drive in the, th- like with what, nine minutes left, but like, come on, they're playing a soft coverage. But- he he followed that up with seven straight incompletions, taking a safety, and an inability to move the ball on three straight possessions with the game on the line. Like yeah. that's the thing, and that's that's what I said in the opening is like we're clinging to these small little rays of hope. That that's it. That's all he's shown, and it, there's nothing else there. Nothing. Like there's really there's nothing else there. You're you're looking at one drive out of how many possessions that they had the ball, how many chances, one drive, and then you expound on that one game in 25 that he's played. Like the sample is large. We know what this guy is, and yeah, I mean Trevor Simeon. You know, is it a step in the right direction? Yeah, I'd say it's a baby step. I think you know you, you look, right. You look back. That's, how, that's how damn bad we are. He's he had. Yeah, I think he played nicely in, in 2016, the year after Denver won the championship. Peyton Manning retired. Like, that was still a fantastic defense. I'm yeah. looking at the stats right now. He so is this one, if they can get a quarterback. Yeah, true. So maybe there is something there. But outside of that, like, you have to just be able to manufacture touches to your best players and get them in open space, regardless of who the quarterback is. And – figure out a way to get them the ball. Like watch shit, watch the Sunday night game. You know, they, they figured out, they figured out a ways to get Devonte Adams and George Pickens, the ball, like that's Garrett Wilson, figure it out. There's ways to throw quick slants, to go smoke screens, to do any little thing that you can to just get the ball in the hands of your playmakers and let it happen. And I think right now there's zero confidence that even if they were to get these guys open, that Zach Wilson could pull the trigger and complete it. You saw it on the slant route. I mean, the, the, the one touchdown drive, right. Garrett Wilson beats Gonzalez on a slant ball thrown too far inside incomplete. Yep. And it, it's, I don't know. Uh, this is yeah. Trevor Simeon going back to it, man. I'm sorry. I keep doing this. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. He is, he's unquestionably a better option than Zach Wilson. So hopefully he's ready to go uh, for Denver after the jets just get completely bludgeoned by Kansas city this weekend. To be honest with you, I'm not sure that we're worse options than Zach. Wilson. I, I, me <laughs> left-handed would be a better option <laughs> than Zach Wilson right now. I'm kidding, I, I can't. I'm, I'm partially it's, kidding. It, it's it's crazy. But 
Do you want to know the one thing that killed me the most? Because we haven't even really talked about the Patriot game at this point. It's like, what do you need to know? It the team could have won the game if they had a quarterback. It was it wasn't the last drive, but it was I think it was the third to last drive when they had a chance and literally fourth and ten midfield throws up a, a one yard pass in the flat. It's literally what Kirk Cousins did against the Giants. What does that do you? I'm fine with you getting intercepted if you throw the ball down the field. Like, I'm sorry, but that's the kind of stuff that when yeah. Robert Sala tells you that he's, you know, he didn't lose the game or he's fine. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's just untrue. And it's that, Tyler and that nonetheless. yeah, it's just <laughs> throw the ball to the sticks. I don't even care if you get picked off. I don't care if you get if you if it's a bad throw, just do that. It it's that's just awareness football IQ and like the fundamentals. It's like, I can't watch him if he's going to do stuff like that. Like I know quarterbacks make mistakes. I know Kirk Cousins had like, didn't have awareness in the chargers Minnesota game, but like, at least he does other things. Like he moves the ball to scores points. So it's like, you can, you can get upset, but like, Oh my God, I can't <laughs> watch this guy anymore. Like I, I was just in a place where, like, after the game and really yesterday, during the game, I was like, whatever, at this point. I never really thought that they could win it because, like, I just didn't see a big play coming on mm -hmm. offense. And I don't want anyone to get on Randall Cobb for not getting the Hail Mary. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is he supposed to do? It, it's so hard. And we don't have Aaron Rodgers. But, like, I, dude, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's it's just so infuriating. And, like, now Joe Namath is going after Zach Wilson. And when you get Joe Namath mad, that's bad. Yeah, I've <laughs> never, I, we, I've never in my life seen it like this, at all. And I think everyone feels the same frustration because you know how talented this team is and can be, and there's one guy holding you back, and they're unwilling to make a change, right now. And that, that's, you know, and you're right. I mean, on, on Randall Cobb, um, you know, I don't like. It's frustrating that he's even seeing the field as much as he is. Robert Sala made the comment about Jerry Rucker get Jeremy Rucker getting more snaps. Why is he playing he one, one snap? One. Nico Harmon plays two. I I just when you have a quarterback that's clearly struggling when and you talk about manufacturing touches to your to your playmakers like again we spoke about it last week. You know that drive I think they had that they scored is 13 plays 87 yards for a touchdown, right? Yeah. How many times is Zach Wilson going to do that in the course of a game in the course of his career? Right. Like I'm never. Kidding. So you'd think that you'd want guys out there that could break a tackle and go for 30 yards, break a tackle and score a touchdown on a, on a five yard pass, something like that. Xavier Gibson, Michael Hardman, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Those are the guys that give you your best shot to do that. Get the ball. In the, in get Izzy in the game. Get Michael Carter. Get, yeah. I'm sorry. Dalvin Cook Dalvin. looks like he's in quicksand. It's he's, not, it's not there. Cooked. It's Cook fine. It is what it is. It's, it's a sunk cost. I'm not going to get mad about them. It was a bad yeah. move. This It happens. But yep. stop playing him if you don't if he's not going to make plays. Like he has not looked even the least bit explosive. Like he was mm -hmm. okay against the Bills. He's been terrible the past two games. I can't like I'd rather Brees get 30 carries than anyone else touching other unless it's gonna be Izzy or Carter. And I feel mm -hmm. bad for Michael Carter because he knows he knows he's better than Dalvin Cook at this point. And I, I think that. yeah, the, the reasonable uh thing to see from Sunday was that's probably the point of his frustration and why he was yelling at Embry, the running backs coach. I'm yeah. assuming, right? I think logical explanation just says that's probably it. <laughs> I'm I'm so tired of like talking about a shit football team. Like I need something like they're going to lose next week. Like they got to beat Denver. Like I don't think they'll win next week. They're not going to beat the Eagles unless, unless maybe, maybe 
<laughs> something happens. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't realistically, even... you're looking at one and five going into the break. That that's that's right. I, I just I don't see any scenario where they beat Kansas City or Philly, and as bad as Denver is, you still got to go to Denver and whoever's playing quarterback. But if it's Zach Wilson, no shot. I no mean, shot. Only, yeah. If he plays the way he did Sunday or against Dallas, there's no chance. I don't. There's no chance. Gonna, I, I I don't think he's going to be starting against the Broncos. I think it's going to be Simeon. They have to. They have to be ready to make that change because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be like, you know, the thing is Woody, especially when they lose to the Patriots, that's when action happened. But on a national stage, are you kidding me? It, there's no way that he's going to allow them to trot Zach out there. And it's just like, come on, let's that, just, you know, go. that's another, another point. We are, we're going to beat this thing into the ground. We are. It's fine. That's another point though, because after the season, Woody came out and said, we need to get a veteran quarterback. Like mm -hmm. it was that clear. Like Zach Wilson wasn't it. We need a veteran in here. If that that obviously was the case, and you went out and you got Rodgers, good. But why was it okay to still roll with Zach as your number two? He said it clear as day. Everyone in the organization said it clear as day. But you still made the conscious decision to say that mm -hmm. that list of forty four guys that were all signed from March till now. Nope, we don't need any one of them. We got Zach Wilson, and we're okay with this product on the field that he's putting out. It it <laughs> it, it makes no sense to me. There is, it's a it's a virtual certainty that he's going to go out again this Sunday and show us exactly what he's shown us the other twenty five starts. There's as small of a chance that I'm wrong at that as anything like minuscule. And, and what then? Yeah, it's. I, this is this is as, yeah. I'm not lying when I say this is as bad. This is as down bad as I've ever been. I've I was old enough to I went every Sunday with my dad to watch. I we paid to watch Rich Kotite lose game after game after game because they weren't on TV. I watched it. I witnessed it. I was 11 <laughs> and 10 and 11 years old. And this is worse. This is without a doubt worse. Yeah, thing you knew sucked the Gase year. You knew we sucked. Going into it, the McCown year, you had no expectations. They came out three and two. It was like, oh, hey, maybe we could do something. Like they were competitive. That team was undermanned. They were under talented. They were competitive. This team has the talent to be good. It has a talent to be a wild card team. And you are wasting it because of your devotion to this kid that is so blind. There's nothing else to say. I, I, I'm, I am. I know clearly... we're, we're being a dead horse. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I need to get um, out. I, I just want to compliment the offensive line. Again, yeah, I think that they did a good job, and I think that that's okay. that's something that at least you could hold your hat, your head up high a little bit. It's just the fact that you know you have three young guys in the line with Beckton, and ABT, and Tippman looking good, and hopefully Beckton could continue this because he's probably been their best overall lineman since the start of the season. But yeah, and listen, defense, get some sacks, force some turnovers, and maybe you have a chance at games down the road. I, I don't know when that's going to happen. It's probably the Giants game at the earliest, or I guess Denver. But yeah, man, it's just overall, it's it's just a really tough time as a Jets fan, and it feels like it's always tough, you know, outside yeah. of the summer when everybody's excited about potential versus what actually happens on the field. Um, do you want to do a quick game pick, even though it doesn't really matter? I mean, yeah, we both think they're going to lose. I'll make a quick point on the offensive line. I agree with you. I think they played well. I think this is the best combination of players they have. I think maybe 
down the road you could look at, and I know you brought it up, is is moving um, Tippmann to center and getting Schweitzer in at, at uh, right guard. I think that may be an improvement. I guess that's one thing where you cling to hope, saying exactly your point earlier about Salah not being honest in the pressers. Like he was, he was like, no, if if Dwayne Brown can't go, it's going to be Billy Turner. And clearly, they were working on this behind the scenes. So that's one little sliver of hope that you can cling to. Uh, game predictions. There's there's no way they win this game. Uh, it's it's not yeah, going to no. it's not going to be pretty. I'll say thirty four to ten, Kansas City. <laughs> I, I real I don't I don't see any scenario where um the jets pull this off or even keep it close with zach wilson back there and and i just think that um the defense can can try all they want but stopping patrick mahomes this kansas city offense which seems like it's kind of picking up steam now is going to be a really 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 tall task and not having an answer for it on the other side of the ball it's just going to compound that this is going to be ugly 31-3 i don't even know this word how shout <laughs> sad man but it's, like it's, there's just Unless they force turnovers, which I guess is possible, but like I just, I don't see it, man. You, you, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't be optimistic right now until no. they switch the quarterback. You've, if Trevor Simeon was starting off two weeks of practice, I'd be like, they'll probably lose, but at least they'll be they'll show some life. Like maybe I, they could score twenty points, but still lose, like you know, twenty eight twenty or something like that. But I start Trevor Simeon now. I, th- that's actually really quickly before you, before we end, I, I think that that's a good point because everyone's saying, you know, you can't just get a quarterback off the street and get him ready. Baker Mayfield literally came two days, not knowing anything, won that game against the Raiders. I yeah. guess it's more of an indictment of how bad the Raiders were, but it's still possible. Mm-hmm. And Zach is so bad that I think any guy you bring in on the street will be better instantly. Like yeah. just because they know how to play the position. It's that mm-hmm. it's literally that simple. It's not even, uh, Oh, sorry, I, I just want to talk about that real quick. <laughs> We're both in a bad way right now. The the Jets have broken us, and have. I, I never thought I'd say that. I was this is it's everything is built up to this point. It's because this was probably the most excited for a season I think I've I've been in a long time, maybe ever. Um, and it's it ended before it started, and that's that's what's really frustrating. And now you think there's there's hope that it could turn into something different, but they're because of their own choices. It's not. Yeah not it, it doesn't feel like it's like they're trying as hard as they can like it's it's yeah. you're being bullheaded for no reason yeah i want to apologize to Tua. he's good i said to say that i know but I, yeah. mean, I used to make fun of him he's really good he's yeah. good Daniel, <laughs> again, um, so i just wanted to say that. i i agree i wasn't a Tua believer either and and i have to admit that i think really i good. think i was wrong i will say though there's always those september teams that start very fast and fall down to earth um i think so there's there's a chance that could happen teams figure them out but right now their speed is just next level and and they yeah. are and mike mcdaniel seems like a really good coach he uh, is you know. as unconventional as he is he yeah. totally knows what he's doing so yeah good for him uh real quick <laughs> thanks everyone who tuned in to the live stream pod will be up by the time you're listening probably late uh tuesday night um if you're listening right now we appreciate it make sure to subscribe to the show youtube youtube.com slash at badlands toj subscribe to the feeds google apple podcast amazon spotify it's all anywhere you really get your podcasts uh we we do wish that things would be better but it's just not good and i'm not we're not gonna sugarcoat it because it's a jets it's a jet show it's just you have to uh hopefully when we're recapping the kansas city game that there's a quarterback change change announcement or something positive because we're not gonna be recapping a win i i know that for a fact <laughs> The fact that the spread is nine and a half is too low. It should be like 14. It yeah. really should. Um, but yeah, 
Thanks everybody who tuned in and we'll talk to you guys next week.